0: Hello, Roy. Here I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to the Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Uh, Donald Trump has said he's not, uh, or that he's going to push, punish Canada, not push. He's going to punish Canada because of Justin Trudeau's statements. So, what about that? And uh, when Justin Trudeau is asked about whether Mr. Trump assured him that no sunset clause was necessary for the NAFTA agreement, when Justin Trudeau won't answer whether Donald Trump, in fact, promised that, and maybe that's what caused Trump to explode, is Trudeau being less than honest with Canadians. Professor Christopher Adams joins us on The Roy Green Show, political scientist and author based at St. Paul's College in Winnipeg. Professor Adams, thank you so much for the time.
1: Thanks, Roy. Nice to be on your
0: national show. How do you view the uh, this apparent conflict between Donald Trump and Justin Trudeau? Are we talking about something that's growing yeah. here, or something that's going to blow over fairly quickly?
1: Well, I, I, I think it's just part of the pattern of what we've seen with President Trump since he was elected, you know, with his America First promise. You know, he, he withdrew from the Paris Climate Accord, the Iran nuclear deal. Uh, he's about to pull out of the UN Human uh, Rights uh, Council with the United Nations. So on and so forth. So I, I think it's a mistake just to see this as a Trudeau versus Trump. I, I think it's uh, uh, more the G6 plus one versus Trump, but I I do think that you know it brings to mind some of the, um, the things that have occurred between prime ministers and, and presidents in the past. And you know there was a, an incident with uh, Lyndon B. Johnson when he grabbed Prime Minister Pearson by the lapels and shook him. Uh, over being lectured about the Vietnam War, and then President Nixon calling Pierre Trudeau uh, a, 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 a bad word that starts with P and ends with K. So, so there have been times where relationships have been bad, but I, but I think this is a very deep, deeply bad, bad relationship that that I don't know uh, how any of the two parties are going to get out of.
0: So this is not going to end anytime soon. This is just going to accelerate.
1: That's right, Roy. But at the same time, it's a gift away to the liberal party if you uh, take a look at the national polls that have been coming out over the past few months that the the uh, conservative party of canada is pretty well in a statistical uh, tie with the liberals and the seat projections still have the liberals ahead but still it, it's something which i think will be of uh, benefit to justin trudeau as as he bends off the conservative party
0: what about uh, the fact that trudeau wouldn't answer the question about whether trump dropped the insistence on a NAFTA sunset clause in their discussions, that disturbs a lot of people. Lisa Raite, the former cabinet minister in the Stephen Harper government, now a conservative frontbencher, uh, brought that question forward and asked Mr. Trudeau twice, and twice he refused to answer.
1: Yeah, I, I, think, I think that uh, there are ticklish things to be dealing with. Uh, uh, I think we have to remember the NAFTA deal is still not a dead deal, and uh, there are conversations in the back rooms and conversations with the media. And I, I'm guessing, an educated guess here, is that Trudeau is, is trying to balance the two. Uh, but, you know, when after, the past, I think this has woken Canada up, that, that a few months ago we thought, okay, well, the Americans do want NAFTA, the White House wants NAFTA, but they're just playing a hardball. But now that we see the pattern of, of other things transpiring, especially over the past week, I think that we we've had a big uh, wake wake up call, especially with, you know, hearing words by Peter Navarro, the top economic advisor to the president, saying there's a special place in hell for Justin Trudeau.
0: Yeah, uh, he took those words back, but they it, it resonated yeah. nevertheless. And then Larry Kudlow said the same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so, and I I think that's the other lesson that we've drawn here, Roy, is um, up until about six months ago, we we're hearing that it's mostly the president driving this agenda and that many many of his advisors in the White House are sort of like keeping him on the straight and narrow, or trying to, but now we realize that really, like people like Mike, Mike Pompeo, Peter Navarro, um, others that uh, actually is it, uh, quite deep now in in the executive part of power.
0: Are they just living up to their election commitment of make America great again? In other words, we're doing this for the United States. We're not doing it for anybody else in the world. We're working for the United States, and if you get in our way, and if you we we, we consider you to be a negative yeah. influence on our getting the U.S. back where we wanted or where we wanted. Period. Then we're going to get you out of our way. Is that just? Is that just yeah. the United States position now that we should expect going forward, regardless of what they're dealing with in the world?
1: Right. Absolutely right. Is, is the uh, president's uh, uh, living to his promises? And uh, in our jaded uh, world now, we often think uh, politicians don't live up to their promises. And uh, and here he is living up to his promises, much to the discomfort of uh, Canadians and and Europeans and Japanese.
0: He doesn't care what the rest of the world thinks. He cares what Americans are thinking of him.
1: It's an old-fashioned isolationist movement uh, out of the U.S. right now.
0: Uh, When Mr. Trump threatens to punish the people of Canada because of Justin Trudeau, what might be on a short list?
1: Uh, Well, I can't really uh, um, guess that, but at the same time, I think one thing that we have to keep in mind is the power of the Of the state governments and of congress Mm -hmm. and that um they're uh, unlike canada which you know has provinces and and parliament uh in the united states power is more diffused than here and and so there are many states especially in the northern half of the united states which are very concerned about the trade deals and we're going into a midterm election in the fall in which uh the republicans might lose control of of congress so so I think things might uh, uh, change so much over the next six months. What do you see,
0: uh, Professor Adams, if in the November midterm elections, and generally the party that wins the presidency and maybe does well in Congress, which uh, obviously the GOP did winning all three, um, mm-hmm. But it's fairly fairly uh, traditional for them then to not do that well in the first midterms. So if right. the, the GOP were to lose control of the Senate and possibly control of the House, but they still have the presidency, do those other two branches outweigh the presidency, or are they then even?
1: Think Things could get stalled, and, and uh, you just have to look at other administrations like uh, Jimmy Carter's administration couldn't get anything done in large part because of the divisions. And I go back to even thinking about Abe Lincoln. He lost very badly in the midterm elections, and he said, I'm too old to cry, and it hurts too much to laugh. <laughs> so I, I think uh I will. But at the same time, uh, Trump, Trump is playing as strongly as he can the executive card, and, and I think that he'll play it as strongly as any president in, in the history of the United States. And So we'll have to see what things get tested.
0: I suppose he could always say what Barack Obama said, I have a pen and I have a phone.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that is right. a lot, there's a lot of power that's in that Oval Office. There's a tremendous amount of power in that office. Whoever... That's
1: right. And, and Americans elected a strong man, to use the old political science expression, and he's behaving like one right
0: now. Yeah, yeah. Good talking to you, Professor Adams. I hope you'll come back.
1: Thanks, Roy. Take care of yourself. Thank Have you. Have a great rest of the week. Bye-bye.
0: Professor Christopher Adams on The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Good talking to him. First time we've had him as a guest. Political scientist and author based at St. Paul's College in Winnipeg. Now, when we come back, I want to do a couple of things. Hopefully we have the time. Um, 800-263-2428 is the number. 800-263-2428 is the number. Who Who are you more likely to trust Will tell you the truth. Is it Justin Trudeau or Donald Trump? Who are you? I'm talking to you specifically, directly, you, as an individual. Who do you believe is more likely to tell you the truth? Is it Justin Trudeau, Canada's Prime Minister, or Donald Trump, the President of the United States? When we come back, I want to play. Well, to Take your calls, 800-263-2428. And we'll play back Lisa Raitt, conservative MP, asking Justin Trudeau whether Donald Trump had, in fact, in a private conversation, committed that a sunset clause for NAFTA was not necessary. 800-263-2428. Who is more likely to tell you the Who is more likely to tell all of us the truth? Donald Trump or Justin Trudeau? We'll come right back.